I'm Gene Lance, and the person over there is Why yelling. Matthias, good morning. <laughs> Sorry, didn't mean the to workers, do that. <laughs> the workers' beat, of course, is all about things from the point of view of working families. Oh, oh. We like to start off with things you can do. Yeah, because we don't want you getting depressed and thinking that you can't do anything. No, no, there's lots of things to do. There is a lot you can do. Today at 10 o'clock, union members will be discussing the issues with labor-endorsed candidate Hosanna Yemuri. She's, she's, work, uh, she's trying to get in Dallas City Council. I met her yesterday. And they're having these discussions. This is not part of the campaign. They're just right. informative. I met her yesterday. What a wonderful woman. I really like her. At 1 o'clock today, the, quote, conditions workers are facing and how we can fight, which is also Dolores Huerta's 91st birthday. Happy Contact birthday. Contact Lon Burnham. Is it lonburnham at gmail.com? April the 12th and every Monday at 5 p.m., the Dallas AFL-CIO reports on their Facebook page and also on our Facebook page, Dallas AFL-CIO. April the 13th at 6 p.m., there will be Get Out the Vote, phone banking to build democracy and your labor movement. We are doing it every Tuesday and Thursday and at 10 o'clock on Saturdays. Uh, today, they're going to do the discussion first, and then they're going to do phone banking. Phone bank. Good. Contact Good. Mariah Warwick 20 at gmail.com. April the 16th, Texas New Era Jobs Fair. Contact Jason Tomlinson, 81, at gmail.com. April the 19th at 10 o'clock, rally for the first day of early voting. Yay! At the county courthouse, 600 Commerce in downtown Dallas. Be there or be square. Contact... E. Tilly at CWA6215.org. Yeah, that's my brother, Ernest. April the 20th is the last day to apply for a ballot by mail. Yes. You know, I've been phoning, uh, I've been doing phone banking, and a lot of the retirees think that they're going to vote by mail because they think that the ballot is just going to come. I know, I've been having those calls. But yeah. I think last year, somebody sent them a, a, an application. They did. Unsolicited. Yes. But they didn't realize that they have to reapply every year. Once a year, yep. you apply for a ballot by mail. I've been mailing uh, applications to people. You uh, have? Yes, sir. Yes, do, they, sir. do they call you or something? To yeah, they, you know, Dallas County Democratic Party, they call and, and ask how, how do they do it. And, and so you can mail them the ballot? I mail, well, mail give, them the application. Give a phone number. 214 uh, 214-821-8331. And we're there from 9 to 2, Monday through Friday. I've been telling them to go to register to vote. You can do that too. Dot org. Register is a word. Two is a numeral. But you and have to vote is a word. You have to print it. That's the problem. Yeah, but it, but they do a lot of the work for you. Right. They do. They do. But and you still have to print the bloody thing. Yeah. And, and uh, so it's a lot of people just don't have printers. So April the 20th is the last day to apply for a ballot by mail. April the 27th. The Botham Jean Boulevard officially opens, Yay! replacing Lamar Street. I think they've already That's changed the That's also the, the last day of early voting, April 27th. April 19th starts early voting. April 27th is the last day to early vote. And May 1st is Election Day and... International Workers' Day. Yay! 
We're going to have a party. So, yeah, we're going to have a, a big party and a car caravan that day. Yeah. We're, you can call us at 972-647-1893, and the station likes it when you call. Good morning. Thanks for calling KNON. Hey, Gene and Bunny. This is Ahmad with the SBA. Hi, Ahmad. How are you? You guys got any money? Um, yes, sir. So the last time I talked to you, the forgivable loan program paycheck protection uh, was expiring March the 31st, but President Biden signed an extension, so that has been extended to May the 31st. So all the sole proprietors out there, independent contractors, and those who own small businesses, they have until May the 31st to apply for that uh, program. And it's still about $80 billion what? left in that program. Okay, who's eligible? Who can, who can get those loans? Yeah, so again, sole proprietors, independent contractors, self-employed individuals like your Uber drivers, Lyft drivers, all of those independent contractors. And President Biden has made it easier for uh, those type of business owners to apply before they only qualified if they uh, had a net profit. Now they can use their gross revenue as a means to uh, qualify. So opening up the door for those type of businesses to uh, apply and qualify. Okay, Bonnie's going off of Facebook Live now, but she wants everybody to listen to the radio at knon.org. Or 89.3 FM, whichever. All right. Well, let's continue talking about the Small Business Administration. You're saying it's even easier now to get a loan, and the loans are probably forgivable. Is that right? Exactly. If they use uh, at least 60% on payroll, they can use all 100% on payroll, and not more than 40% on operating costs. So like an Uber driver, operating costs includes transportation costs, uh, telephone, uh, all those are operating costs. So if they use it for those purposes, it could be 100% forgiven. So if you are one of those gig workers, you qualify for free money, basically. You can get a loan from the Small Business Administration, and it's forgivable to a large extent. Because I know that. And the number, let me check check and see if this is still the number now. It's 817-684-5500. Is that right? Correct. Yes, sir. Now, that's just for information. To actually get the loan, you have to go through a bank, right? Correct. Yes, sir. Mm-hmm. Which banks are which banks are good? So a lot of our uh, community development financial institutions, which are small community uh, lending institutions, uh, they are really good. We have three here in the DFW area. Lift Fund, L-I-F-T-F-U-N-D is one. People Fund, P-E-O-P-L-E-F-U-N-D is the other. And the last is B-C-L of Texas. Boy, Charlie, Larry of Texas are our three community uh, financial institutions here. They are really good institutions. Uh, uh, we are accepting applications on an ongoing basis from these institutions. Some of the larger institutions, we only accept their applications in bulk. So like your Chase's, your Wells Fargo's, things like that. But they're such large institutions, we only accept them in bulk. But it's really good to work with some of those community development financial institutions. And you, get, you get that interpersonal relationship with them as well. And will they will they help you fill out the forms or whatever it is? Uh, will they yeah. kind of guide you? Because most people are going to walk in there and say, I don't know how to do this. I don't know how to do it. Because it's, it's a yeah, lot. Yeah, exactly. Uh, so those community development financial institutions have those interpersonal relationships. However, those larger institutions really don't have the manpower to do that. 
But we also have a resource partner here in Dallas called the Dallas Metropolitan Small Business Development Center, which is at Bill J. Priest. And that is a resource partner that the SBA pays for to help you with any of your business needs. And they also will help you put your application together and get your documents together for this program. And that's in the Bill J. Priest, Bill J. Priest building? Correct. And you can that's just walk, can somebody just walk in there? So they may need to schedule an appointment first. I see. So it's Dallas Metropolitan SBDC.org and make an appointment. Uh, I don't know if they are accepting walk-ins still due to COVID, but uh, they could go to Dallas Metropolitan SBDC.org and make an appointment. I say, or they can just call his number because they're going to need help. Uh 817-684-5500. Ahmad, can I ask you a favor? Can you yes, send me can you send me this information in in an email? Because I really I have some places that I really want to post it. You want to post it on your Facebook? Yes, page? Yes, I want to post it on my Facebook page, and I also want to put it put it in uh, uh, on our uh, our DCDP information. Maybe it's already on his Facebook page, and you just share it. Well, is it? Am I? Where is this? Yeah, where is this written down? Sure, Small Business Administration's uh, Facebook page and also our uh, Twitter, at SBA DFW. But I could email Gene. Can I have your email address? And if you don't mind forwarding to Bonnie Allen. Yeah, sure, I'll be happy to awesome. do that. Thank you, thank you, thank you. And then we can put that out more often because Absolutely. Uh, people need help, and it's there for, for a lot of people, including these gig workers. And thank God for President Biden, folks. That's, I, you know, you can say all these naysayers can say whatever they want, but you got to look at the facts. Mm-hmm. So the, was, is that your is that your opinion too, uh, Mr. Ahmad? I know you don't you you can't take a political stand, but true or false? Things have been a little better <laughs> since Mr. Biden got in uh, for for what you do. Well, that, President Biden and uh, his administration have come in facing significant changes to these programs that make a lot more small business owners that otherwise would qualify to qualify for these programs. That's awesome. Okay. Well, that's great, and we appreciate your call. Hey, Ahmad, before you go, could you repeat the banks again? We had a caller uh, call in and ask if you could go slower on what banks to apply to. One of them was Lyft, sure. L-I-F-T. Yeah, so Lyft Fund, L-I-F-T-F-U-N-D. The second is People Fund, P-E-O-P-L-E-F-U-N-D. And then the last is D. E.L. of Texas, Boy Charlie Larry of Texas. So Lift Fund, People Fund, and B.P.L. of Texas. Awesome. All right. Thank you, Ahmad. Thank you very much. You're the best. No problem. Just be mindful again that deadline was extended until May the 31st, so you have a lot more time to uh, qualify and Yay. apply. All That's the way awesome. through May. Yes. Thank All right. You and you so can much. call us too at 972. 972- Six four seven one eight nine three. I hope you have good news like he did. Yeah. Good morning. Thanks for calling KNON. Hello. Hello. Yeah, you're on the air. Oh, I didn't get a beat. Sorry. Hello. Hello. Go ahead. You're on the air. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, yeah, I wanted to find out from Ahmad uh, how many black people have gotten some of these loans. I don't see any metrics, statistics, or data 
showing the demographics of, who, of who's getting these loans. You want to know who's getting uh, them by race, huh? Right, exactly. Okay. And then secondly, uh, what happened in uh, with the strike, uh, with the, the union vote for the uh, Amazon outside of Birmingham, Alabama? All right. I, I, I have heard things about that. I can answer that second part of that one. And... <clears throat> But I better let Bonnie answer. You might you might look at that SBA uh, Facebook page, Small Business Administration Facebook page. They might have some statistics on there. Yeah, they. I might. don't know. And I then on the other hand, they might not. They might not because but, sometimes hey. they don't even have statistics. Right. By age or by race or by gender, uh, and I'm, also the the important news from Ahmad was that you can still get these loans. Yeah. And he didn't say. White people. He didn't say brown people. He didn't say black people. He just said you can you, you can get it. So. You can get it. Yeah. But now, Bonnie, do you would you like to answer the question? What happened with the union vote in Bessemer, Alabama, at the Amazon warehouse? In short, we lost. Out of way. In uh, explanation, the Amazon had every dirty trick in the book. They hired non-union. Uh, union-busting folks as people to work alongside Amazon workers in the warehouse. So, we I mean, we don't have the money to stand up to that kind of bullying tactics. We have to be stronger. And when I saw only, what, 3,200 people return their ballots out of 6,000? What in the hell is wrong with y'all in Alabama? <laughs> All right. We got another caller. Good okay, morning. Thanks, thanks for calling k and win. Good morning. How y'all doing? Hi. Good uh, to hear from first, you. First, I'd like to suggest a few books that you might want to read if, if you'd still read. I know a lot of people don't read no more. <laughs> but uh, one of them is called The Devil You Know. And the bank, it's not about the devil, but it's about racism, uh, the Great Migration in the early 1900s, and about how this gentleman is explaining that there's nine states in the lower part of the United States that are populated largely by African Americans, and if other groups that have moved away thinking they're going to be treated differently uh, in the North, but they found out it was just uh, more polite racism and not so in your face racism, but it was still racism nonetheless in the North, just like the South, uh, encouraging people to move back to these nine states. So population-wise, in the near future, they'll be able to vote and change and get a lot more uh, ethnic uh, representation in the state. That's the devil you know. The other one I recommend people read is called Breath, because over the last few hundred years, our whole facial structure the food we eat, the soft food, industrial food, has changed our mouth structure. That's why we have so much problems with teeth. But the main problem is our breathing has changed mostly through your mouth now instead of your nose. And that's given us a lot of our health problems, the way we breathe. One way kills you, one way kills you. The last thing I want to say is I can't believe that we in America, in Europe, every one of the Amazons, businesses and warehouses are unions. There's a Walmart, in, a couple Walmarts in China that are unions. Yep. How do we in America think we deserve less than those people? Everybody All right. Leaving Europe, 
because uh, they're union, they're still conducting business. So how do we have the mindset that we think we're worth less than those people that are doing the same job for the okay. same company? Let me okay, have a chance to answer okay. that. Let me have a chance to answer that because Bonnie, Bonnie gave part of the answer a while ago, which is that the companies are uh, are are uh, they they pull out all the stops. There is nothing that they will not do to stop the union. But, and the reason that's different than in Europe is because it's illegal. Here in, here in America. It's okay. Here in America, we, we won some, some labor laws in 1935. And after that, they've been making labor laws against us. Yep. Uh, especially in 1947. But since, especially since 1947, the American government has taken the side of big business against working people yep. consistently. And so it has gotten so that the uh, American labor law uh, favors the employers, and that's why it's so much different than it is in, for example, China or in, or in Europe. Well, where you were this week in, I can't remember the name of the community where you Scottsville. were. Scottsville. Scottsville, Texas, okay? Mm -hmm. There's a company called Prismium. Mm -hmm. uh, and it's a manufacturing facility, and they are getting screwed to the wall. Well, they're on strike. They're, they're fighting back. They are fighting back, and I was so impressed to see you and some of my other brothers and sisters from the Metroplex over there helping these folks out. Uh, the plant's open 24-7, so they've got people out there 24-7. Yes, they do. And, and it's I, an Italian-owned company that is union in Italy. <laughs> but not here. It's like Verizon. Verizon in Germany, which the company is owned with it from a company in Germany, they are union. Let me put this plug in, though. There's a, there is legislation under the Biden administration yes. called the PRO oh, Act, Protect the Right to Organize, which would reverse a lot of the anti-union legislation. Yes. And that is the number one priority for the labor movement, is to try to change the government from being against us over to back to being neutral like they said they like were. Like they should be. Like they pretended to be. Yeah, like they pretended to be. I like that. So the PRO Act is, is what we're pushing, and we're going to have a big week. Uh, it'll be the last week in April and end on May the 1st. We have to take a break. We'll be right back. We'll be back with Bonnie Mathias and Gene Lance on the Workers Beat, yes. your program about everything from the point of view of working families. Yes. Good morning. Thanks for calling KNON and thanks for waiting. Hello, Gene. Hi. Hey. Hey, what's going on, buddy? How you doing? I'm good, man. How are you? Oh, they tell me you doubt you have black girl. Oh, man. <laughs> no, just kidding. Look, you guys, I just, I just tuned in and uh, you guys were talking about the unions will have you. But the businesses are too profit-driven, and the government is complicit in their mess. 
these uh, companies that call about your auto warranties, about to expire and all that kind of crap. I get about 25 or 30 calls a week. I signed yeah. up. You found time. out, did you find out who gave them your phone number? It did not. It's, it's not. the government. The Texas government sells that list. They, they have a list, you know, of uh, your car because uh, they have to license your car and everything. Yep. They have that and they sell it yep. to these phone companies so that they will know when your car warranty expires and stuff like that so they can call you up day and night and drive you crazy. I have. It, it is a man. And they got, and I have signed up. They say, the do not call do you tap one. Uh, oh, yeah. It's another thing that really hurts me, too, when they in this call trying to promote their little product, whatever you, your television, the volume on it goes up. <laughs> no kidding. And, and, and I hate the heck. Sometimes my son he said, Daddy, I'm studying. Can you turn it down? I said, I didn't do it. <laughs> <laughs> It's crazy. It's crazy. And, and, and the government allows this. They would feel they, they have no control. They can't stop it. But so much pressure put on 45 on the Trump until Facebook had to ban it. But they didn't ban it until the public put pressure on him right. about being complicit in his promoting his lies. Yeah. That's so finally true. they tweeted right. banned him and regular Facebook banned him. But they didn't want to do it. They were forced to do it. Have a good day. Yeah, you thank too, you so sir. much. Thank you. You We're, know, I have a funny story about uh, the uh, uh, car warranty. One of my friends got a call and he said, oh my God, I am so glad you called. I have a 1993 uh, Kia that I have really need to get uh, a warranty for. Can, can you help me? Oh my God, I guess the salesperson was just like totally hyper, I don't know. Yeah, so. Because, really, they're not going to sell you a warranty on a 1993 anything. They're not. Uh, no. <laughs> I'm thinking not. Okay. So the answer, uh, the business about Amazon, I think what we what we should be learning is that if we don't get to do something about the government, uh, our right to organize is, is going to be diminished. It's in peril. We have lost, uh, we had one-third of the workforce organized before all of this uh, animosity from the government yeah. got so bad. It got really, really bad after Reagan got elected. Yep. And it's come basically from the Republicans. Yep. The Democrats have been more friendly toward the unions, although I don't think they've been nearly friendly enough. Oh, absolutely not. So, absolutely So not. there is a bill called the PRO Act. That's right. And it, if, if it passes, it will not only make it easier to organize and get rid of some of these vicious things that the companies are doing. Archaic. But Archaic. it could, it would even, it would even end the right to scab. Yep. The right to scab bills originated in Texas. <gasps> no, I'm shocked. And, and it was, Texas? it was the Dallas Morning News that changed the name <laughs> from the right to scab they the changed right it. To work. They called it the right to work, which was a, a really good publicity coup yeah. for them. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, it was a very smart thing to do because it makes it sound like it's something good. Right, of course but it does. But in fact, yeah. it, it was really horrible for working families. And still is. Yeah. Yeah. So the right to scab bills are growing, and there's more states now than there ever have been yeah. that have these state laws. They all got it from Texas. Texas passed their right to scab law. Before 
the uh, 1947 law that made it legal. They, but prior to that time, uh, it was not, they, they did not have the right to do this. And Texas did it before it became legal. And, uh, and then the Dallas Morning News renamed it something nice. 27 states. And it's now in 27 states. Yep. But the PRO Act, the Protect the Right to Organize Act, would turn that around and make it, make it, uh, make all of the right to scab laws no use, of no use to the companies anymore. Good morning. Thanks for calling KNON. Good morning, June and Bonnie. Good morning. Hi. Good morning. Uh, you know, I, I, just my opinion on, on, on one little thing. I, of course, born and raised in Texas, but I am so sick and tired. Seems like every, every union busting uh, uh, tool has come from Texas. Almost. <laughs> right? A lot of man. We should be so proud. <laughs> yeah, and, and I'm sick of I'm sick of uh, of, of in media, whatever. Oh, how great Texas is! My God, you're Texan, and my God, you're Texas. This, this is that. This is that. Please, you're making me sick now. Mm-hmm. With all that, right. it's not all that. And no, I'm born and raised here, generations upon generations. So no, I don't want people to ask me to leave. I don't like it. No, you leave. Right. You make it worse. Mm-hmm. And. Uh, <laughs> That's what I'm saying. And it's just, I'm so sick and tired of hearing on, on the media, about, you know, how great you know, Texas is and make me Texas is great and this Texas, this, it's just, it, it just sickening. So and I heard, I heard I last night from the Texas Alliance for Retired Americans that they were doing a speak out. And I heard last night that Texas is the absolute worst place for trying to take away the right to vote. And they said, or worse than Georgia? Worse than Georgia. That's oh, that's what they man, said. Oh man, that's kind of hurtful. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but it, it's always it, it's been that way since since, since I voted the first time. Uh, uh, I was a, a age of, to vote. You know, it's always been like that. Mm-hmm. And it's that's just so... we, working class people keep sending these fools back just because they're Republican or so-called Republicans. Uh, yeah, they're terrorists, if you ask me. Right. Uh, <laughs> well, some of them are terrorists. It's true. They were terrorists on January 6th. Yeah, a bunch of them are. Mm-hmm. Why is there like... There's, there's a lot of... Isn't there like 27 of, of them? Like, people. Uh, aren't there's there... There's a lot of upper middle class people that went to, to, to overthrow the government. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There's like 27 of them or something from North Texas? Yeah. <laughs> Holy <laughs> crap. They're from Collin County. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't. I don't claim to. I don't claim to hold on a, a lot or whatever. But you know, I come from generations that served the country. Yeah. You know, my, uh, my grandfather did. My father did. I did. Brother mm-hmm. did. I know? did too. And it's just. It's just sickening. It's just mm-hmm. sickening. You know, uh, you fight for this, yeah. or you defend. You know, uh, America for this. Uh-huh. Oh, come on now. It's we want a better country, not a worse one. Right. But there's. Yeah. These idiots. These idiots. You know. I, I don't. I don't know about these idiots' service record or whatnot. Crew, crews, and the Abbott, and, and, and whoever these idiots, the rest of these idiots. Mm-hmm. You know, I, they haven't served a day in their lives because they they went and got elected in office. Well, some of them had bone spurs. You know, <laughs> some of them had bone spurs, yeah. so they couldn't possibly have served in the military. Yeah, and, and flat feet. Any time you put the Trump name on a, on, on part of an American flag, mm-hmm. that's just like a swastika. Yeah, I mean, you're right. You me know. too. Me too. It is. It's yeah. not the American flag. Mm-hmm. It's not the American flag. Well, I think what you and I are agreeing, and, and it, actually some of this, it may sound like we're talking about different things, but the truth is I think that every call today 
has been about needing the need for the, the government action. Yeah. The yeah. need for the government to turn toward the people and start helping the people. And there are some positive signs. As the brother from the Small Business Administration said, uh, that the money is flowing a little bit better from the Biden administration than it was coming before. So maybe there's hope. What do, what do you think? Do you think there's hope in the future? Yes, there is hope, uh, Gene. There's hope. I may not see it in my lifetime, but I'm now. How old are you? Wait a minute. <laughs> How old? 66. Oh, man. I'm 63. Gene's 80. Come on, man. <laughs> we're we're going to see it. <laughs> no, we may see it, okay? We have we to be it. that change. Well, well no, let's... Of yeah, we have to be the change, but it, 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 it's, I lost my train of thought. You, you got me with that I'm money. Sorry. You got me. <laughs> That's okay. No, it's okay. Anyway. So there you. is hope for the future. You may, we may not see it, but there is hope for the future. That's good to know. And you can call us, too, at 972-647-1893. Now, I learned this from an older man a long time ago. And that is that it does not matter whether or not you get to see the great victory of the future because it's always going to be a struggle. What matters is knowing which side you are on and knowing that you're on the side of the people. That's our slogan for this show. Which side are you on? Which side are you on? That's our slogan for this show. Well, if you know you're on the side of the people, you know you're on the winning side. That's right. Because the other side is just going to destroy the planet. They don't they don't have a win in their future. Because all the, they're going to do is destroy the planet. People people united will never be defeated. All right. Good morning. Thanks for calling KNON. Good morning. Good morning, man. Now there's a voice. Oh, yeah, there's a voice that is always upbeat. You you hope that you have hope for the future, don't you? Yeah, I got hope for the future because I might not be able to see it though. Mm-hmm. Well, well, we're hoping. I hope I do. <laughs> yeah. Well, you are seeing I it. You are so seeing it. Was 80. <laughs> you are seeing it. We had a call a while ago saying that it's a little bit easier to get the Small Business Administration loan than it used to be. That's a victory. So yeah, you're seeing some it. some good things. Well, it's good and bad and everything. Cause mm-hmm. I, used to, uh, I was in two unions. Mm-hmm. I was in the Teamsters and then I was in Woodworkers. And I'm glad we tried to organize. So you couldn't organize in a certain town. They won't know unions. Yeah, it was hard. Because they tell you that play. I know I have several companies. We didn't want no unions because we tried to pay more unions to keep the union out. Yeah. They do. But I remember back in the day, when we were in the woodwork, we tried to organize a, a stone mill in Jasper, Texas. And uh, out in Portland, Oregon, we were making 315 at night and 305 in the daytime. I see. And they were paying five, uh, $5.50 an hour out in Portland, Oregon. Mm-hmm. To the people we call Jonathan, they were both people. And, and then, what was, like I said, it's good and bad and everything. Like them, all that shooting going on. Oh, and yeah. They're about Democrats. Democrats trying to take guns. Ain't nobody trying to take, they trying to take the wall with them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's it. So when I used to hunt, I'd tell them I'm going to start back to hunt. <laughs> right? You know, I always appreciate, though, the fact that you always have a little laugh about it uh, as you as you explain some of the problems and some of the 
and some of the uh, opportunities. Mm-hmm. Well, we appreciate the call, Absolutely. and you can call us Thank too, you, brother, at nine seven two six four seven one eight nine three. Bonnie brought up the strike that's going on in Scottsville, which is right next to Marshall, Texas, which is okay, about two and a half hours east of Dallas. And there, are, there's some people on strike there that are very brave. But I have quite a bit to say about that at 9.50 because oh, I recorded uh, I recorded 10 minutes the, where I interviewed the president, the president of that oh, union. Good, and I want everybody to pay attention to that. Absolutely, because he speaks about the man that cleans this massive factory mm-hmm. from head to toe every day. He Worked there 30 years. 30 years, and he makes 50. $15 an hour. Got up to 15 Yeah, he's all the way up to $15 an hour. After 30 years. Come on, man. So so they are on strike. And I only want to make one point now because I have quite a bit to say about it yeah. in the recording. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But the point that I would like to make about that and about the Amazon struggle was I have never seen so much solidarity. So there exciting. were week after week before last, there were 50 demonstrations around the country for those people in Amazon. They got letters, not only from Senator Bernie Sanders. Senator Bernie Sanders went down there. I saw that, And yeah. actors and people like that. Danny Glover went down there. But they also got a letter from the President of the United States saying that they should should uh, should uh, have a good opportunity to organize. So there was there is a growing solidarity in the world, and you cannot... Uh, you cannot ignore that. No, that that's cannot. an amazing thing, and a lot of it is right here on KNON. So Good exciting. morning. Thanks for calling KNON. Hello? Oh, yeah. Hello. Hi. Yeah, you're on the air. Oh, excellent. Well, yeah, I just wanted to say that anytime you want to fight anything, <laughs> a disease or whatever, you know, bosses, um, heart diseases, um, you want, you have to know the enemy. And in our, you know, this is what happened with, like, for instance, the fall of Rome. You know, the people in the culture of Rome, they couldn't see the forest for the trees. And that's what's happening even with you. Because the biggest, uh, uh, your biggest opponent, you are embracing and you've fallen in love with. Who's that? Um, Yeah. Who is that? that? Who? Tell me. Touch your computer. Touch the computer. I'm not in love with it. You're using it daily. Every I hate time the you son touch, of a gun. You are but... killing jobs. You are I hate killing the... Oh, hush you are killing now. Jobs. Boy, Email you have no idea. Of... What? Oh, go, ahead, go ahead, brother. We don't understand. All those jobs. Just, just explain to us what do you mean that our computer is our biggest enemy? Is that right? Yeah, that's right. Because if the bosses own that computer, uh-huh. it, kill, it kills culture. If technology drives capitalism... Capitalism drives is driven by the computer by so, technology, and technology always kills culture. The so culture if we does. burned our our computers, things would get better. No. You got that right. All right, now we're now we're getting now somewhere. We know. Okay. Now we're getting. I am a luddite. A luddite. Well, explain what a luddite is, because a lot of people might not know what a luddite is. Go ahead. Well, it's from back in the I think the 1600s. They were they were they had their own uh, guild. And the guilds were killed. They have it, well, a guild is something like what uh, the musicians used to have, like a used, I mean, like what they used to have instead of unions. But, mm-hmm. but go ahead, tell right. us about the luddites because they were weavers. They worked in the textile yes, industry. Yes, they were. Yes, they mm-hmm. were. Go ahead. And 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 then the 
when the when they when these new guys came along with their more capitalist things, they lost their their guilds were destroyed by by um, technology. In other words, so the, the textile companies machine. put in new looms. Yes, mm -hmm. yes. So they were mechanized. Technology. So a lot of the weavers that yes. worked the looms, a lot of the weavers lost their jobs. And then what did they do? Well, they pro they broke up the. They tried to smash the machines, etc. They tried to smash the machines, and and that's why you're a luddite today because you're telling us we should burn our computers. Correct. All right. Okay. I mean, and until you do that, just think of the post office. If you they want to mechanize and get rid of the post office, think about how many jobs that is. They uh -huh. okay. There you go. They want to. We want to. don't want to. In but, fact, but, but I can't. You're using email. Your email no, you kills the real it. mail. You're not listening. No. Well, he didn't we, call to listen, Bonnie. Oh, he called to talk. Well, I mean, if you if you look at the at the big picture, you've got an idiot trying to destroy the post office. Oh, for sure. So. Mm -hmm. He's but, got to go because the unions are on the side of preserving the post office uh, and pushing well, it forward. Right, sure, but I'm not for Trump. Are you kidding? Uh, I, and I and let me that. ask you something as a Luddite. The, that means you are in favor of unions, right? You're in favor of yeah. unionization. Oh, well, yeah, generally, mm -hmm. yeah, for sure. You're yeah, just against uh, mechanization. Yeah. Okay. Well, I have a friend. Well, I, I have a friend named Tom, who would say that we should embrace the uh, mechanization. We should embrace I, the computers, I know that, I know that. but but we should uh, cut the hours of work, mm -hmm. so that even every time that they get something that that makes it easier to do work, that we should have more people uh, get more time off. Would you? Would that work for you? Uh. Probably. I think it's too invasive, Bill. Oh, okay. I don't think that would be enough. But we have to take a break. We'll be right back. Bonnie Mathias and Jean Lance, when we're talking about everything from the point of view of working people, the last caller had an interesting idea, which is that if we burned all the computers, that uh, we would be better off. And I guess we should burn our cars, too, and, <laughs> and whatever else there is that represents technology. But then how would our public transport? Well, we couldn't have we public could, transportation. Have to burn that well, we could wow. go back to campfires. and uh, No. We could go I back to buffalo no, hunting. No, I don't like. Listen, my idea of roughing it is Motel Six. <laughs> <laughs> On so, May the first, we're going to have a picnic. We're we're encouraging uh, some of the some of the musicians around K and O N to participate with us, and we are we're going to have speakers and food. We're going to have a get out the vote car caravan starting at nine. And we'll have the president of the Texas AFL-CIO on KNON to address us on International Workers' Day. Is he coming to Dallas to join our party? I'm not sure. Maybe I could ask him. We could ask him. But we, uh, we've we also thought about getting the uh, the second in command of the Texas AFL-CIO. The, <laughs> Leonard the Aguilar? Is, oh, I would love to have Leonard Dallas. The point is this. 
In general, the United States has not celebrated May the 1st. Now, they did in Chicago. I know. I went to a big thing up there once in Chicago, and I saw a big parade one time in New York. But in general, uh, throughout the nation and here in uh, North Texas, they have not celebrated May the 1st. The reason is because they were afraid. Because what happened on May the 1st in 1886 gathered this, the respect and admiration of the entire world except here because they took they took the leaders out and hanged them in 18 well they hanged them in 1887 but uh when they hanged them uh, they scared the American labor movement so bad that they decided labor day was in September but the rest of the world celebrates labor day on May the 1st and last year the American labor movement, which is getting braver by the hour and better by the hour and more progressive by the hour, last year they celebrated May the 1st. And so that gave us all a chance to find out what really happened on May the 1st, why the entire world celebrates. And I'm, I'm proud to say that here on KNWIN, we will have that story for yes. you. Yes! Okay, tell us again where Prismium is. What... I'm, it's in. It's closest to a town called Scottsville, okay, but that's Scottsville. close to Marshall. Because it says, when you look it up, it says Marshall, so it yeah. must be really close. Well, most of them live in Marshall. Well, yeah. It is the largest employer in Harrison County. There's like 600 employees there. Well, I'm not so sure how many. There's uh, over 200 on Stripe. Uh, but the, uh, see, the union doesn't represent all employees at most enterprises, because, of, well, because of the government. Because of the government, because we have the <laughs> stupid right to work. Well, no, it isn't because of the right to work. It's because they're categorized differently. Oh. White-collar workers, office workers, are usually categorized differently, and they won't let them in the same union with the blue-collar workers. Now, the white-collar workers have to go to extremes to organize their own union. Okay. And in most cases, that does not happen. Nope. Because they're too close to the bosses. That's right. And they're I mean, it's scared hard, to death. Pretty hard to join the union when you're sitting in your boss's lap. Uh, and uh, so. I never thought it was. <laughs> <laughs> well, nevertheless, uh, nevertheless, they are on strike. And at 9.50, when Bonnie and I leave, then we'll be playing a recording that will include uh, the words of the president of that union who will be explaining about their about their struggle. They're UAW, to, right? Yes, they're United Auto Workers Local 3057. Right. And uh, they are very, very brave. Yes, they are. They're nearly all African Americans, yes, by the I way. I noticed that. And, uh, and this is very closely tied to the Civil Rights Movement. Absolutely. And Marshall, if people know their history, Ooh. Marshall was the very armpit of... The okay, worst okay. lynching. If you read the lynching book that the NAACP originally put out, that when the NAACP was first started, they, uh, the way they made their money was they put out a book, and they would sell copies of that book, and that's how the NAACP got started. Really? And that book was on lynching, and it named Marshall, Texas, as the very worst place in America for lynching, because they didn't just hang people, they burned them alive. Jesus, Mary Joseph. So, so civil rights really? really matters in Harrison County. Yeah. And I guess these so. brothers out, brothers and sisters out there uh, at the Prismium place, 
uh, it's a cable company. They make cables. Yeah. It's the largest cable who, company in America. I wonder who buys all that cable. You think AT&T would buy cable for AT&T that? sure does. Oh, well, you know what? They are the largest cable producers in America. Wow. And they are on strike, and they need your help, and they, and they need you to talk about them. They yes. need uh, yes. people to find out. The strike benefits are not enough to live on. No. So I'm not sure they're not at this point raising money. But I think they're going to have to yeah. if, if the strike out. goes on. Yep, if they're going to, they have to stay out. They're going to have to. Have a lot of union money. members can strike for a couple of weeks right. without without having to have extra money. But uh, you can't folks, go on much longer than that. And, and these folks don't make the kind of union wages that we make in Dallas. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's that's just it. I told them that if they are still on strike May the first, and I hope they're not. Oh, me too. But if they are on strike May first, they need to come to Dallas. Yeah. Because we're going to have the May the 1st picnic here. And it's going to be at Everglades Park. Everglade Park uh, on in, Jim Miller on Road. Jim Miller, yeah. It's, it's 5100 Jim Miller Road. It's Buckner, in District 7. Buckner Terrace. City Council District 7. Yes. And they will uh, they will have a car caravan and then a picnic. And what the reason I initiated this whole idea was because we need to come together. And every caller for KNON, even some, even some of the right-wingers who call yeah, KNON, they all agree we need to come together. Yep. So the idea is to pr- promote unification of the progressive people, even though we may not agree on everything. Just, for example, on city council candidates. Oh, the Dallas AFL-CO endorsed some candidates and some progressives endorsed other ones. Going every which way. That we, stuff will make your head spin. We just cannot get together. But on May the 1st, that's one thing that all working people should agree on. It is the International Day of Solidarity with Labor. And I'm proud to say that Akwete Tayemba from the Pan-African Connection is interested in in being part of this. Oh, my God, that's so exciting. I love that woman. So when we say international, we certainly mean mean Africa. Yes. And uh, so... That is so exciting. Oh, my gosh. I'm trying to find somebody to sing the French national anthem, too, but I don't know Mm. anybody that speaks French. Yes. Me neither. We're running really, really short on time. Mm. Don't call us. Uh, there isn't time anymore, and when we're gone, they Let's, make us leave at 9.50. Yes, because we clean up after the I clean up the studio when Reverend Barnett leaves, and then we leave, and, and the magic time machine comes in and cleans up the studio, and then we move. That's during, how we move through the day. During that time, though, Jason lets us play a recording. He does. So we got the recording from the president of the strikers, out in Marshall or Scottsville, Texas. We have to go now, so say goodbye, Bonnie. Goodbye, Bonnie. See you next week.